This is the 6 to 7 p.m. author hour of the 2016 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeeta with the voicemail sponsored by EquestrianCollections.com. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit HorseRadioNetwork.com and click on the Radiothon banner on the right side of the page. If you are listening on iTunes or on a podcast catcher, then you will find it under the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed or the Stable Scoop Radio Show feed. If you are listening on the Horse Radio Network phone app, you will find it all 12 hours of it under the Stable Scoop Radio Show. To see who won the prizes and to check out the sponsors, visit HolidayRadiothon.com. Thank you all for listening and enjoy. Sie hören den zweiten jährlichen Pferd Radio Network Radiothon. Hier bei Pferd Radio Network wünschen wir dir frohe Weihnachten und einen guten Rutsch ins neue Jahr. Deck the stalls with herds of horses Listener voicemails and prizes Special guest 12 hours live This is your fantasy ride It's the Holiday Radio Thong on the Horse Radio Network Hello Jamie Hello, Glenn. Hey, in the control booth, Coach Jen, full of wisdom. Y'all are funny, and your advertisements make me spend my money. Horsey husbands, Dr. Ying, Helena too, they make me sing. The crew down under joins the fun. So many awesome shows, I just can't pick one. Eventing show, dressage too, horsey driving for you to do. Debbie's tips. Keep you in the saddle. Marketing show, you know it ain't, ain't no prattle. Need those equines in our life. And Tigger tells you how to feed them right. Morning, evening, not enough. To squeeze it all in, it, it is so tough. Your podcasts, they are so very clever. I learned so much that I never knew I needed to know. Like the sheath cleaning song from your shows. Thank you so much. For the lessons, I think you all are sent from heaven. Just when I needed my 4C fix, I found HRN in my podcast mix. Hey, HRN family, wishing you all joy, peace, and love now and all year long. Well, here we go. Welcome to Hour 10, Author Hour of the Horse Radio Network, 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeeda. With additional support provided by Equestrian Collections, Benefab, and Trafalgar Square. I am Glenn Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida's host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying. And we are your MCs for these last three hours. Okay, welcome to Hour 10 of the Radiothon 2016. This hour, we will have author Lisa Waisaki joining us. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, happy Christmas and Merry New Year and all of that. Wow, you sound so much perkier than us at this point, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Lisa, that's I've what... been listening all day, and, and uh, man, you guys are just on it all all the time. I'm so impressed. Haven't we had some fantastic guests and callers oh. and voicemails? The listeners are great. Oh, it's just been fabulous. I mean, just such a fabulous day. I've just really enjoyed listening in. Now, Lisa, uh, you know, we've had a lot of famous authors on today, but not one of those authors has included Horses in the Morning in their books. So that makes you our favorite author, Lisa. Just <laughs> well, <saying>. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, we're, we're kind of biased that way. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's been fun. It's been fun to include the whole Horses in the Morning crew and the, ho the Horse Radio Network crew in the uh, Cat and Wright Mysteries, and, and uh, there'll be another one coming out in the fall. You have to get Radiothon in there now. Now you have to add Radiothon to it. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you know, we might be able to do that because it's it's a it's a like a fall kind of a book. So that's possible. Oh, Somebody yes. could poison you in the beginning of Radiothon and we only have twelve hours <laughs> to figure it out. You're killing me. <laughs> well, that makes I'm not gonna kill myself. <laughs> No, no, no. If well, you know, if if anybody is is the killer or the murderer, it has to be Jamie Jennings. Yes, yeah. yes. Because she got the request in first. <laughs> we and agree. we need an expendable crew member to murder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
no, no, no. <laughs> Hedwig, the Pomeranian. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little punchy, Lisa. I'm sorry. I was going to say yes. Yes, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Let me go over the uh, mandatory things at the beginning of the hour. We have uh, three more hours to go. We're going to make it. We're going uh, to make it. You have some fantastic guests on this hour, but we also, you still have time to win prizes. Those of you at home can call in, call the number. The lines are open right now, so you'll get right through to get registered. And we can probably take a couple callers if you've been waiting to get through. So 435-272-1997. 435-272-1997. Give us a call right now. And I don't have to explain if you've been listening at all. It's your fantasy ride, uh, you know, so I don't have to explain that, I don't think, after 10 hours of this. But uh, we do have some great prizes left. You want to get registered, especially for that grand prize at the end of the day. We have Weatherbeater, Noble Outfitters, and Redmond Equine all donated $500 prize packs. And I know, Lisa, when you saw this lineup the other day, you were like, Am I exempted because I host an hour? I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's way. so amazing. I mean, all those great prizes. I mean, I, I just wanted to call in, although I, I would never sing. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, Dr. Ellen just typed in and said, I love her. Love Lisa Wysocki's books. And, and uh, um, Avery said the same thing. And then Anne said, Jamie with the poison and laughed. So... <laughs> So there you go. We have votes for Jamie right there. It's like it's like Glenn with the crowbar in the tack room. Yes, yes. We can make a game. Oh, wait a minute. That's already been done. But not the equestrian version. We could do the Horse Radio Network oh, yeah. version of Clue. That'd be good. Exactly. Oh, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? That would be good. Exactly. That's a good it would holiday be. episode. Yeah. Yeah, right around the holidays. Um, we are going to Okay, go- I've been quiet all day long, but I've got to vote for that. Yes, make the board game, Lisa. <laughs> yes, Lisa. You have to come up with it because you're the only smart one here. So. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I think I'd have to talk to my publisher about that, but that would be really, really cool. Well, let me tell That'd you a little awesome. bit about one of our sponsors, and then I want to hear about your fantasy ride, and then we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to listeners here, too. Preventing and treating pain and inflammation are paramount for the long-term health of equine athletes. Benefab by Soar No More offers your horse increased mobility and reduced pain in three or four weeks or less guaranteed when using their products. Each product uses a lot... Ut- I cannot say that word today. Each product utilizes the power of ceramic and magnetic therapies to promote circulation relax muscles, and alleviate joint stress. To learn more or make a purchase, visit BenefabProducts.com. And you will be supporting a woman-owned, woman-started, here at Ocala business. She is delightful and one of the best young entrepreneurs I know. And I think that that's a reason enough to buy the products, but the fact that they also work is another reason. I go to sleep every night with my injured lam- uh, limb here, my leg. <laughs> I go to sleep every night with my Benefab blanket over it, oh, and I feel better in the morning. So uh, wow. I highly recommend these products for your horses or you. They have uh, both the human and the horse version as well. Benefabproducts.com. Lisa, what is your fantasy ride or drive? Well, I've been listening to a, a lot of them all day today, and I agree with with many. First of all, I have I have to say ditto to 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 Wendy in that I want to have fabulous hair and a skinny body. Yeah. So that fantasy, would be part of my. You might fabulous. as well go for it. You know. Yes. Exactly. But it's a fantasy. You got to You know. You just got to own it. Yeah. So um, I, I have two real quick ones. One is um, Snoqualmie. She was the Appaloosa mare I had as a kid. I've written about her in a lot of my books, and just man, just to have one one more ride with her. Gee, I'm going to cry here. It would be Aww. amazing. And and then the second one is a, is a mare that I, I showed many years ago, another Appaloosa mare. Her name was Swamp Witch. She was my first world champion. Uh, she was about, oh, I don't know, maybe three quarters thoroughbred, but a registered Appaloosa. I had the most amazing trot I have ever ridden in my entire life. I just, oh, I would, I'd, I'd give anything just to, to sit that trot one more time. Aww. You know, you, what we talk a lot about you being an author. You're our you're our number one go to for a fill in co host on horses in the morning, and Thank you. we don't talk about the fact that what you just said, world champion, and that is in your Appaloosa days, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I trained and showed Appaloosa horses on the national and world championship circuit for, oh, gee, 10, 12, 15 years. And, and uh, great times, great memories, had a number of world champion horses and riders and and uh, really glad that I, I was able to do that. And, and sometimes I, I wish I could go back <laughs> and, and I'd, I'd love to I'd love to compete again. But it's it's I'm busy doing other things right now. I bet I bet horse showing like that gave you a lot of ideas for different characters. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, my, my second mystery, the second Cat Enright mystery, the Magnum Equation is set at an all-breed invitational horse show. Oh, and boy, awesome. I got I got to kill off and and just, I mean, lock <laughs> people up that, that I'd wanted to do for 30 years. <laughs> That's great. It was awesome. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> So, so never ever be mean to a fiction writer ever, right. because you could end up. Dead. Have you ever or, had anybody contact you thinking they were the one and really pissed? No, 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 I haven't. Oh, no, they know they, they're the ones. They know they're the one, and they don't want to admit it. That's right. No, the people like that don't know they're the one. See, that's the thing. They don't know they're the one. They never, they never suspect. Right. That's it. <laughs> Characters, I think. I think every fiction author will tell you the characters kind of morph into their own being, even though they're based maybe on somebody. Right. They they kind of morph into their own people, and and um, but you still get the satisfaction. You right. have never made me look like Superman or Hemsworth or any of those. <laughs> I want to say that I've always just been Glenn in the books. I'm, you could morph me. Yet. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, I want you to morph into Thor right now. I mean, that, Lisa, if you can do that. Yeah, that ain't happening. I'll do the show in this office all the time. I mean, we don't have to do it over the phone anymore if you look like that. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, well, you guys can keep dreaming. Uh, all right, uh, we're going to go. How about we take a call from a listener? Uh, we have Mona on the phone here. Hi, Mona, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mona. Who was that? Hey. Well, well, and what was, what were they saying? Oh, she was trying to find the nose for her potato head. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she was. (laughs) And we know that's life and death. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Well, Mona, who is your fantasy ride or drive? Well, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot and I think my fantasy ride is Teddy O'Connor. Oh, the yeah. pony oh. that Karen O'Connor rode at Rolex. Yep. And I don't know. I haven't been listening all day, so I don't know if a lot of people said that. But I, I love him. He's so cute. That's a great one. I think one other person said that, and we all said, "Oh, that's such a good one." Yes, he he's adorable. Yeah, fantasy pony. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Isn't he great? Like I've been like vicariously living through Leslie Wiley with her pony. I want a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted a pony. My mom never let me have a pony. You know, Leslie comes on our show every Monday for what, 15, 20 minutes, and she has to be the most mentioned person on the Radiothon today. So <laughs> she will be on here. Never fear, eight o'clock. Everybody has to join in because Leslie and Jenny will be here to round out. And I cannot guarantee there isn't drinking involved. So, uh, <laughs> matter of fact, I can guarantee there'll be drinking involved. But uh, thank you, Mona. Oh, yeah. and Mona, Mona, if you heard earlier in the day, a, in one of the voicemail packages, a German greeting, that was Mona. So can you oh, say wow. Merry Christmas in German for everybody? Yeah. What was that again? <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to try. That just, I don't even know how you get that out. Uh, it doesn't slide off the tongue very easily. No, it doesn't. <laughs> There's not a lot of vowels in that. No. I always wanted an exotic accent, but German just isn't one of those. <laughs> well, Mona, thank you for being a wonderful listener, and we love all of you. So take care and Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas. Well, we're going to hear a little bit more about our title sponsor. That's your cue. Oh, Wendy. sorry. I was... <laughs> it's getting late. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting the prizes ready. That's important. <laughs> okay. All right. This is why we're not live on the drive. Oh, show. have we done what the prizes are no, yet? No. Oh, okay. Do those and then we'll do the Okay, good. <laughs> okay, we have great prizes. Lisa, you threw us all off track today. Uh, well, that, that's my intent. <laughs> the first one, I like coming on at this hour because you guys are all just punch drunk and it's just so much more fun. 
<laughs> it is more fun than this morning. Okay, our so our first prize is from Benefab Therapeutic All Purpose. It's an all purpose saddle pad and a six ounce of Soar No More Ultra Gel Lotion worth $120. And the second is the book Horse Housing, How to Plan, Build, and Remodel Barns and Sheds by Richard Klimish and, and Sherry Hill. Very good. And, of course, Fabulous we're going to speak prizes. to Sherry Hill this hour, right? So uh, yes. we're going to hear from her. Oh, great. And then our title sponsor for the day. Okay, our title sponsor for the day, of course, is Weatherbeta. And the winter season can bring all kinds of cold weather, and it's important to keep horses warm and comfortable. The full wrap tail flap feature in Weatherbeater's Comfy Tech Ultra Cozy Premier Thinsulate and Premier Free blankets protect your horse from the elements and help stabilize the blanket. To learn more, visit weatherbeater.com slash comfytech and stay tuned next hour for more highlights of the Comfytech range new from Weatherbeater for winter 2016. You know, I before we go on, I'd like to just say, and I've not heard them advertise this, but the weather beta, you know, the blanket straps that go under the belly and those little hooks that you kind of have to turn sideways. Yeah. They never, ever stick. I love I them know, because you true. can always get them off. True. And sometimes you have the other blankets that you can't. It doesn't matter how much you try. I know. And your hands are freezing cold. And yes. your horse your won't stand done. still. <laughs> You're right. That yes. that is a great feature of the weather beta. I and will second stick. that as a horse husband who has to do blankets occasionally. And there's nothing that makes a horse husband more mad than when I can't do those little things. They drive <laughs> yes. me insane. And then Jennifer goes, I'm never having you do the blankets again. All you do is whine. So I appreciate that, <laughs> weather beta. You're saving a marriage. <laughs> Just yes. saying. Yeah. Thank you for that, Lisa. Your guest is ready. Do you want to introduce her? Oh, I do. I do. This is so exciting for me because Carolyn Haynes is one of my author heroes. And this is so exciting for me to be able to co-host this this hour because I get to talk to some of my heroes. And Carolyn is one of those. She writes a lot of different books, but the, the mystery series that I just adore is the Sarah Booth Delaney Mysteries. They're set in Mississippi and uh, Sarah Booth, the main character, has horses. Carolyn has a whole plethora of, of horses and other animals, but Carolyn also also has a ghost who shows up in in her books that that Jitty that I just I, I would just love to meet Jitty someday. So Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, guys. And y'all are having way too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's that hour. <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. So I belong to Sisters in Crime, which is is a uh, mystery reader and writer organization. Uh, I belong to the Middle Tennessee chapter, and we have Mister Sisters uh, as well as as readers. And our group got to go down to meet Carolyn last February, but I didn't get to go because I was busy doing horse stuff, and I just was so bummed. But uh, Carolyn, it's so great to talk to you. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to talk to you too. So tell me, tell me a little bit. You've got some horses right now. Tell tell us a little bit about the horses that you have. Right now, I only have my the rescue horses. My other horses have gone on. You know, yeah. Uh, two of them would be thirty four. Oh my goodness! And I have a couple of little quarter horse rescues, and yeah. they're just a delight. Although they are really bad. All of my animals are bad. I wonder why that is. <laughs> I see a common denominator. Yeah, you spoil there. them rotten is my guess, Eric. Yeah. 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 I see your pictures on Facebook and, and you're giving them a lot of love. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell, tell the, the listeners who have not read some of your books uh, about Sarah Booth and kind of how you came up with her and, and the, um, you know, just kind of the motivation for all of that. Well, this will, again, prove that I'm insane, and it'll be on the air now, but <laughs> I actually heard Sarah Booth, my protagonist in the mystery series, a 30-something young Delta woman, arguing with another woman. And it was an oral presentation of characters. That's a polite way of saying I'm crazy as a run-over dog. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard her in your head. I did, and I heard them bickering, and it turned out that it was Sarah Booth and Jitty, and Jitty was trying to make Sarah Booth behave, and Sarah Booth was being very bad and resistant and devilish, and Jitty was being very sassy. Wow. 
See, this is so encouraging for me to hear because Kat Enright, my protagonist, I hear her in my head all the time. So, so this this is just so exciting for me <laughs> to hear this that other other authors well, have have voices in their heads too. Oh yeah, well that's the best. That's you know that's really the best when it's voices. If they yeah. come as like sort of images or little video clips and you don't know what they're doing or what it's about, that's kind of frustrating and you have to really work off really hard to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and you know, you've turned Sarah Booth into into a whole uh, whole series, just a, a best-selling series, which is just so amazing. And and she has one adventure after the other, and of course, there's there's love interest in in the books as well, right? And friendships, Tinky and Cece and Harold and the whole crowd. Yes, yes, and 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 little and dogs, lots of animals, dogs, cats, horses. Yes. Yes, and they all have have such amazing personalities. That's what kind of roped me in is is you know when you read something, at least when I read something, I want to to feel like I know the person and that I like them and that that I could you know invite them over and and have have brunch with them and and all of your characters. I just they feel like my friends, which is I think is Thank cool. Thank you so much. That is such that's such a wonderful thing to say to an author. Well, you're, it's it's just true. It's just true. Now, how did you start writing? How did how did you come up with the idea? Well, I'm going to write a book. Well, my parents were journalists, and my first newspaper story was published in a major daily when I was 12 years old. I had a little help there. You have to wow. understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I covered a lot of crazy things as a as a child. Really, my mother had polio. And so I would take the Polaroid camera and go down to the riverbank when they were dragging up bodies that had drowned and take pictures. It's kind of, it's so macabre that I had this Southern Gothic (laughs) childhood. But it was, you know, it was being a newspaper reporter. And so it never occurred to me that I wouldn't be a published author once I decided to shift I realized that my talent wasn't really digging up facts. It was more in in visualizing a place and characters and trying to make them come alive. And I shifted to fiction when I was in my 20s rather than stay in news. Well, you do that. You do it very, very well. And, you know, I, I just am of the opinion that if, if somebody's going to read a mystery, and particularly if it has horses in it, it needs to be a, a British mystery or a Southern mystery. Because with the British mysteries, you get the whole Dick Francis thing and that whole, there's a different sentence structure with with the British. And it's the same thing from with the South. I'm from Minnesota originally, and I've been in Nashville, Tennessee now for over 30 years. But people in the South structure their sentences differently and it just creates a whole different vibe and the southern humor is so so unique that that I just love it I just adore it thanks (laughs) for those of us from the south I appreciate that (laughs) yeah Yeah. now what are you doing Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. What What are you doing um, for the holidays with all of your menagerie? I mean, do they all get like special presents and everything? Oh, they do. They get carrot. The horses get carrots and apples, and I cook for the dogs. I know that's just insane, but I cook something like a turkey breast and put it up with greens, spinach, or turnips or something with organic barley because I have a dog that's allergic to everything. So I cooked them a big pot of that, and I cooked for Mother Times, too. Well, that's I right. Oh, yeah. Go Yay. You just made Dr. Wendy very happy. <laughs> Yay. Hooray. Wow. Home cooking. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. I want to come for dinner. I hard. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> it sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. So that's what I'll be doing. I'll be home because I do run an animal rescue. And a lot of the animals are older and not well. Um, it's just, it's truly easier for me to stay and take care of them rather than worry about what may or may not be happening. <laughs> well, I, th- I think a lot of the listeners can relate with that. You know, every, every day our horses get older and our dogs get older and, and um, you know, they're, they're family. They just, they're just family. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Wow. Now, Carolyn, wow. I have to ask you because we're asking everybody today: Do you have a fantasy ride or or uh, that you would pick from any any horse in history or current? Is there one that you would just love to ride? Uh, well, I misinterpreted the question, and I thought about a ride that I did take. Okay, and tell us when about I that. Was, just before I turned forty, I signed up to ride across the western coast of Ireland with Willie Leahy on the Connemara Trail. Oh, 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 my God. You just made everybody jealous, and they just hung up. They all just... I want to go. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the most wonderful, wonderful things I've ever done for myself. And the horse I rode was Honey, and she was a honey. She was a... a, 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 Thoroughbred Connemara cross. Wow. And just the most sure footed, reliable animal. And the guy who led us, Willie Lady, he was, he was so great. He took no prisoners, baby. You <laughs> got on your horse and you rode where he went. Or you were just left. <laughs> That's Ireland. Wow. That's Ireland. They'll pick you up at the pub later. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You just all meet at the pub after if we you did, make we it. We stopped at every pub and turned the horses out in pastures and went in and drank and then went back and got on. It was it was craziness, but you know, it was one of those things where you just give yourself to the trip. Yeah, and things that I normally would never have done. I just did because there wasn't an option. <laughs> what was that you would have been stuck. That's no, it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but those are the great moments. Those are the ones that you remember when you're, you know, 110. Those are that's what you remember, and that's what you would have regretted if you hadn't done it. We swam the horses in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, oh man! I know it's crazy. How fun! And it looks it looks different from over there. Because uh, you're seeing the left side yeah. uh, instead of the right. But I'm just saying, yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> Only you would think of that, Glenn. Uh, I'm sorry. I was, uh, it's 10 hours in today, so. Yes, yes. <laughs> Too yes. much fun, guys. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> yeah. So, so Carolyn, where, where can listeners find you online? What is your website? It's carolynhaines.com. And that's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N. H A I N E S. Dot yeah, com. So, and yeah. I'm on Facebook, Carolyn Haynes. And I'm on Twitter, which Delta Girl, Carolyn Haynes. <laughs> cool. So, well, if if you haven't um, if you haven't read your her books, please, please, please uh, check them out because they are a lot of fun. Really well written. You'll meet a whole cast of of friends that you know you'll want to invite. In, into your into your living room. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Yes. That's yes. Right. Great gift. Yes. And I'm also doing a second ghost story series because you know I love ghosts. Yes. And it's kind of a historical paranormal mystery. Cool. But uh, so I stay I stay busy between the writing and and the critter care. but what a great combination i mean who wouldn't want to live their life like that you know it's just just so awesome just so awesome that you're doing you're doing great for for all the rescues and and you're entertaining the rest of the world so it's just just what what a great thing it is when i was a child i said i wanted to be a cowgirl and i wanted to be nancy drew Oh, oh, well, so I'm not really a cowgirl. I do have the horses in our ride, and I do solve mysteries with a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Do you have any cowboy boots or a belt buckle? Oh, baby, you know. Well, I- <laughs> then you are a cowgirl. That you're qualified. That's all it takes, right there. You own a belt buckle and some boots and a cowboy hat. You don't you're need a to cow to be. You a don't cow need girl. a cow. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I had a cow, it would be here for the rest of its life. I don't even eat meat. <laughs> Carolyn Haynes, thank you so much for joining us today. We're sorry we're a little punchy, but what the heck? It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> thank you, Merry Carolyn. Christmas to you All right. It's thank you Carolyn. very much. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You have the most interesting guests. 
You really She's do. She's just such a fun lady. She really is. Yeah. And her books are so awesome. I and, love her um, Southern Louisiana accent. Oh, I, I know. I know. Draw. She's the real deal. Yeah. She is the real deal. And, and as I said, there's something about those, those Southern, the deep South mysteries that, 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 you know, just the phrasing of the sentences is just yeah. amazing. Who's the author that writes the Dave Robichaux books? Uh, oh. You know who uh, I mean? He's also Louisiana. And I can't, I can't think of his name. I'll have to look that uh, up. But uh, I read all of his books, and I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. I remember the character, Dave Robichaux, but it's the same thing. It's, it, it will only work if it's in, in Louisiana. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, yep. it's set there in Louisiana. That's the only reason it works. Well, we are going to have to go to some voicemails now. And I know you've been enjoying them all day. So and then we have Sherry Hill coming on, who has to be yeah. the most prolific and best known author in the horse world. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Bar none. I can't think of anybody else that's uh, that's written as many books or as well known or articles. I mean, it must be a million articles. Oh, a million, a million. And and. Jennifer, thank you, Jennifer. Uh, James Lee Burke. James Lee Burke. There you go. <laughs> if you want a great series, it's the Dave Rova Show series. If you're into murder mysteries and you're into the South, that is quintessential South. Yes. Uh, Daiquiri, drive throughs and all. Uh, exactly. Right <laughs> it's the real thing. Because that's the only place you can get those in, is in Louisiana. Why yes. you, say you have to leave the lid on while you're driving. That's, that's right. That's required. That's required. Yes. You leave the lid on, but drinking and driving is encouraged in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> So, so more efficient. Yeah, it's, more efficient <laughs> use of time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we're not recommending that, people. We're not recommending that. All right, let's listen to our voicemails, and then we're coming back with Sherry Hill after this. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. <laughs> This is Catherine from EquestrianCollections.com, and my fantasy ride would be show jumper Gem Twist. Enjoy these voicemails brought to you by Equestrian Collections. Hi, Glenn, Coach Jen, Jamie, and all the other hosts at uh, Horse Radio Network. Uh, this is Elizabeth Harrison, Georgia. My fantasy ride is on secret at Sunrise. Every day I look at your picture and wonder how it would have been. God called you back to heaven at three. He must have needed you then. I know you were greeted by grands, Annie and Santana, Great Grand Dusty, and the rest who have crossed the Rainbow Bridge from here. Sometimes when I ride your brother's sport, it seems you're watching so near. Your confirmation was so beautiful, gait so lofty and elegant, and your spirit was always, let's go. Sport has talent for sure and does love to jump, but when it comes to dressage, he pretends to catch on very slow. I never found the cause of your injury, just fenced off that area for the deer. In my dream star, you're all grown up and trained, ready for Rolex without any fear. It's a fantasy ride now, star, but someday I'll join you and we can go circle the stars and jump the clouds. Until then, know you're loved and still missed. Hugs and pats from Brandywine, and know Mom E is proud. Happy Radiothon, Glenn the Geek, Coach Jen, and Jamie Jennings. Here's to another year of wonderful news stories and events with you and our favorite Horse Radio Network co-hosts. This is Misty West from Western Pennsylvania. Um, I'm not going to sing you a song today. You're welcome. I just wanted to tell you about two of the horses that I would like to go back in time to see. Um, one would be Alexander the Great's horse, Bucephalus, um, that fiery stallion that supposedly only he could ride. Um, you know, I'd like to give it a go. You never know. Maybe I could do it. <laughs> the other would be my own horse, Clippy, um, who passed away a few years ago. And I guess the older you get, the more you realize that the time you spend doing something with a beloved friend or family member or um, a horse or a pet, it, it might just be the last time that you get and you should try to enjoy it. So happy holidays. Cheers to you. Thanks for this opportunity. Love Horse Radio Network and 
everyone involved. So can't wait for another year and see what the next year brings. Thanks so much, guys. This is my entry for the Radiothon. My fantasy ride would be Traveler, Robert E. Lee's horse. I'd love to see what he saw from the horse's point of view during such a crazy time in this country's history. I would love to ride nice chrome followed by a chaser steel buns. And we wish you a merry horsemith and a happy new hay. Hey, guys, it's Rad Watkins calling from Monaco, Wisconsin. And I think I would like to ride John Lyon's horse, Bright Zip, um, on Christmas Day. I'm a John Lyon fan, and Zip was a good old guy. Um, so that would be fun. That or maybe my old horse, Lakota, who's still around, but I gave up for adoption years ago. Happy holidays to all the HRN listeners. This is Robin from California. Um, I thought about this a lot, and I don't really have a horse that would be my fantasy ride. My fantasy ride would be a ride with my great-grandfather. Um, my great-grandfather, Peden, was I was going to be his first great-grandchild, and he died a few months before I was born. He was a locally famous horseman. Um, and I'm the only one in the family who got the bug, and I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. So I would really love to have a ride with my great-grandfather. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. Only a Hanoverian will do. I don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toys. I want a Hanoverian to ride with and enjoy. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind, do you? He wouldn't have to use a dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the barn door, that's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning creeping down the stairs. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes and see a Hanoverian right there. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. Only a Hanoverian will do. No crocodiles. No rhinoceroses, I only like Hanoverianses, and Hanoverianses like me too. Happy holidays! So it's the holidays! Gift buying has never been easier thanks to equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. You'll find everything you need from clever stocking stuffers to the ultimate equestrian dream gift at equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. And while you're there, you can sign up for gift guide holiday sweepstakes. Need a jumpstart to get your creative shopping juices flowing? Well, you can tune into the annual holiday buying guide by Equestrian Collections. Just go to stablescoop.com episode 432. Be a savvy shopper and always gift in style with equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. And I wanted to remind everybody that you can still call in to win some of the prizes. We have two, uh, two, one, two, three hours of prizes left, including the big prize at the end of the day, $1,500 worth of stuff from Weatherbeta and Noble Outfitters and Redmond Equine, all going to go to one person. So you definitely want to tune in for that. That's in the Leslie and Jenny Wild Drinking Eventing Hour. I mean, uh, Eventing Hour. I for- Maybe a little wild drinking. Uh, but Lisa, so you had you had another person that as soon as I asked you to do this again for the second time, you said, I know the two I'm going to get on. And uh, th- we yep. managed to get this interview earlier because she was so busy. We had a tough time nailing her down to get the interview because she's so busy. Uh, exactly. Did we introduce her at the beginning? I don't even remember this recording. Yeah, no, I, you know, Sherry Hill is is by far the most prolific uh, 
nonfiction equestrian author ever. And she started writing horse books and, and giving so many horse owners really good information. Um, um, horse keeping on a small acreage, 101 arena exercises. I mean, the, the list of books that she has goes on and on and on. And I think every riding instructor has like her full catalog of, of books or, or they should because um, she's so amazing. I met her at, at you know, some horse events uh, years ago and, and uh, absolutely love her and, and, Again, she's one of my heroes, and I was so thrilled uh, to be able to talk with her. And do you think she's sick of people calling her Cherry? Because that's really what I thought it was. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. It's Sherry, C-H, that's with a soft C-H, like Cher. So so I'm sure that she is. Yes. Yeah, she gets that all the time, I'm sure. Well, let's take yes. a listen to this uh, amazing woman. Sherry, hi. Merry Christmas. How are you? Great. I'm really good, Lisa. Good to talk to you. Merry Christmas to you, too. You, too. You, too. You know, when when Glenn uh, allowed me to to do this author segment for the second year in a row, uh, he said, okay, what? who are your top authors? And I said, oh, I've got to have Sherry Hill, because I think I have every book that you have ever written. And, and I, how did you get so prolific because I think you are the number one author in terms of horse books like uh, in the universe. How did that happen? <laughs> well, I don't know. I just, I guess I just was uh, interested in the topics at the right time that people were interested in reading about them. And, and in the 24 years that I wrote the, the books that I wrote, I wrote 35 books. Um, I, I just, uh, you know, found something each year that was something I was into, and I thought, well, other horse people will also be into it, so why don't I write a book about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just amazing. I mean, stable keeping, I mean, that that's such a, such a classic. I mean, h- horse keeping on a small acreage, I mean, everybody has that book. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. You have become so, so many classics. I mean, 101 arena exercises. I think every riding instructor on the planet uh, has worn out at least one copy of that book. Did you ever have like more than one book going at a time? How how did you do that? How did you manage all that? Well, in the 24 years that I wrote those books, 11 of those years, I wrote two or more books. And in one year, 1995, I wrote four books. Wow. Wow. I know that that was a crazy year. Because <laughs> yeah, I... I, I... I did that once in 2005, um, and <laughs> I think I'm still recovering. <laughs> yeah, and that was with three different publishers. Those four books were with three different publishers, oh, which man. brings an, another, you know, element to just kind of, you know, juggling everything. But uh, plus, during all those years, I was writing for a large number of the major horse magazines in the United States. So, um, you know, I probably authored over, you know, a thousand magazine articles during that time too. Yeah. Yeah, because I I just remember opening. I mean, you couldn't really open a magazine, and there there would not be an article by you at least one. I mean, every everywhere you looked, and and but the information was always so great. And you and I know that you taught college for a while too, and and you judged horse shows, and and uh, of course had horses of your own. But you really had a feel, uh, as you said, for what people were needing at the time they needed it, and that's a real gift. Well, thank you. I appreciate the compliments. But, you know, it's true, like when when my husband and I had bought uh, several small acreages over the years and fixed them up to make them horse acreages, um, you know, by about the time we did that, about the fourth time, I said, you know, I bet other people would like to know what we've learned because we've, you know, figured out a lot of stuff. And my husband is such a master, you know, construction artist, you know, <laughs> and, and he just did so many fabulous things on our acreages that I thought, well, gosh, I'm going to write a book about that and help people out that maybe don't have that savvy like he does. And and so we started out on that topic. So yeah. Keeping was the first one and then some other books after that. See, if she was yeah. doing that today, you'd be on HGTV uh, with your own yeah. TV show. That's right. <laughs> right. You would be. You would be. You were 20 years ahead yeah, of your time. That's right. <laughs> so, wow. Next but, hour on yeah. the show is our horse husband's hour. Tell us a little bit about your horse husband. Is he a horsey guy? Oh. Was he a horsey oh. guy? or? <laughs> He wasn't when I met him, but he soon became one. (laughs) That happens to all of us. It does. Amazing how that works. 
<laughs> and we've been together forever. I mean, we're probably one of the longest couples in the, on the planet together. <laughs> and uh, after we'd been together for a while, he did uh, go to farrier school, and he became a very accomplished farrier. Um, and even, you know, shot the Budweiser Clydesdales, and he oh, wow. um, did the therapeutic shoeing at Colorado State University Veterinary Hospital, and was very accomplished in his field. And, of course, my horse has got wonderful shoeing. I bet. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice. And then, yeah. yes, he enjoyed riding, and we have beautiful country to ride in here. So we did enjoy that together, yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. So what are yeah. you guys doing for Christmas this year? We live, as you know, in, in the place that most people go for vacations. Right. So we always, people say, ask us, where are you going to go? We say, we're going to stay home because this is the best place on earth. You know, it's just, if you if you have my books, you know yes. that most of the photos that were taken are, were taken right on our property. And it's beautiful scenery and beautiful oh, place, you know, so we stay here. <laughs> <laughs> and and like you're inviting everybody in, right? Everybody, we all the listeners can come come visit you. <laughs> oh boy, that would be nice. Huh? <laughs> You'd have to find us first, though. We're pretty remote. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Sorry, we have a question we're asking all the guests today, and all of our listeners as well. And that is, what is it's the theme of this year's radiothon? What is your fantasy? Who is your fantasy ride? If you could pick any horse from history or current that you could get one ride on, who would it be? Well, you know, Lisa just gave me a heads up on this, which I appreciate, but I can't narrow it down to to one. So if I could please say two. And oh, then well, you you can... know what? This yeah. morning we let George Morris do about 12. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do two. I would like to ride the Frisian horse that Rutger Hauer rode in Lady Hawk through the church. Oh. I would oh, love wow. to ride that horse. And then the other one in the movie Horseman on the Roof, uh, Juliette Binoche rode a beautiful Frisian horse across the fields with, I can't remember the, the guy. I should remember the guy because he's the hunk. But anyway, I remember her riding this beautiful horse, and I would have loved to have ridden that horse. It was They were very beautiful Frisian horses, both of them. Wow. Now, did you ever yeah. have any Frisians yourself? I, I never did. No, I never did. But wow. I had a, I had a, it uh, sounds like you should have. <laughs> yes. I know. I know. <laughs> but I did have a Tricaner quarter horse cross that moved, had the movement and the power and the, of a Frisian. So I yeah. kind of felt kind of like when I wrote her that I was on a little bit smaller sized one, you know, she was big, but I mean, she wasn't as big as a Frisian. Right. But so I had the experience, but not quite the Frisian. <laughs> Really, they they stick with you for a lifetime too. You just can go right back to that moment where you see him riding down that the that stone aisle of that church, Rutger Hauer on that horse. And, yeah, 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 really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, so amazing. Good question. Wow. Well, I can't thank you enough for uh, for agreeing to to do this. You are a hero of mine, and and I think a lot of horse authors out there and and readers. Um, just, just, just adore you. And now, how how can people find you? Because I know that that even though you're not like writing anything new right now, you still have a lot of books and things for sale. And you've got a great website. How do people find you? Well, the website is horsekeeping.com. Pretty easy, yeah. and uh, that's that's um, our website where yes, the books are sold, and also um, our kind of our main new endeavor, which is Native American jewelry. Oh, really? yes, and I tell us a little about that. Well, it started out um, about 15 or 20 years ago when a, a, a quarter horse breeding friend of uh, ours who uh, had a Native American jewelry store uh, showed me some beautiful jewelry that had horses on it. And so I thought, well, it would be kind of nice to put on our website with my books and stuff. So I started carrying a few horse-related bracelets and pendants and different things, and it just one thing led to another, and now it's this enormous store. I think it's probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Native American jewelry store on the Internet. Wow. And I tell you what, I, know. I, I did know about that, but don't tell my wife because I was kind of shopping on there. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I was in the vintage jewelry section because she liked mm-hmm. that. You got, there's some nice stuff in there. Yeah. Well, you know how, how that started? It's really funny, but a, a, a young man who inherited his grandmother's collection contacted me probably he was he's a horse person and he knew me through the horse field and he called called me I don't know 15 or 20 years ago and said 
would you like to buy my grandmother's stuff? And so he sent it to me and I did. And I went, wow, this is really neat stuff. This old stuff is really yeah, well made and it's got so much history and you can almost feel it when you handle it, you know, the stories. Yeah. So then we started doing that and it's turned into just a huge part of our, our life is uh, buying estate lots from people who contact us that have Native American jewelry and and then finding new homes for it. Well, not wow, and not only that, but you have handbags in there and and the whole. I mean, it's a, it's like a complete store. <laughs> it is, it oh, is. Yes. <laughs> and there's some amazing, amazing pieces there. I mean, I I got lost in it. I think over the weekend, I just I thought, oh my goodness, I've been here for an hour. It's really great stuff. <laughs> well, and the hand the handbags kind of started on a horse related thing too, because Dooney and Burke. I don't know if you know about Dooney and Burke handbags when they were made in the United States at first, but they all had equestrian names, like they have a bag called the Equestrian, the Essex, you know, and the the um, cavalry line of bags. They're all horse related bags, and they're made out of you know made in the USA out of all weather leather, where a, a horse person could you know you carry it on their horse in the rain and they won't get damaged. I mean, they're just really fantastic items. They don't make them anymore, so, you know, the vintage ones, the ones from the 80s and 90s are the good ones, but that's how that all started, was kind of through a horse connection, too. Well, there's your (laughs) uh, gift-buying idea for this hour, right there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Horsekeeping.com. Cherry Hill, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you bet, and have Uh, a really good holiday. You too. You too. Merry Christmas. I'll tell you what, Lisa, you know... I've said this before in the shows. We do have the coolest job in the world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You get to talk to so many awesome people. It's amazing. The only one that I didn't get to talk to is Carrie Underwood. Um, she didn't return my calls. Uh, <laughs> well, darn. Yeah. That and that girl from Big Bang Theory. She didn't call back either. So, Well, they're lost, Glenn. Yeah, so I know. Lost. I know. One well, you didn't days. have your people call their people. That's I, your problem. I did have my people call their people, but their people didn't call back. So I'm just saying you guys missed out on a wonderful time. They did. They absolutely did. <laughs> they next did. year. Next year, though. Next year. Next year. You know, Carrie Underwood has nothing to do with horses, I don't think. she had. Well, she lived on a farm when she grew up in whatever Minnesota that was. Um, but I don't think that uh, I don't think she had to do with horses. But I don't care. We'll still talk to her. Carrie, sure. if you're listening, you can come on anytime. I'll be happy to. T- I wouldn't be able to talk. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. a tongue tied Glenn. That's right. I would be yeah. so tongue tied. Well, now let's <laughs> tell everybody where they can get your books as holiday gifts. Well, uh, in stores and online oh, everywhere. Did I mention? Or, hold or- on, hold on. Did I mention that Horses in the Morning and We Are in Your Books? Did I mention that? Yes. I think you did. <laughs> okay, well, yes. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yes, you're in the Cat and uh, the, the second and third books, and you will be in the fourth book, The Main Equation, which comes out next fall. But uh, my website is Lisa Wysocki, W-Y-S-O-C-K-Y.com. I'm on Facebook, uh, Facebook, The Power of a Whisper with Horseman Sam Powell. I'm on uh, Facebook with just my name, Lisa Wysocki, and on Twitter, Lisa Wysocki. So I hope everybody, you know, checks in and follows me and, and um, comes to some of my events this year. I've got a lot of uh, clinics and things coming up. So it's going to be it's going to be a good year, 2017. Well, uh, and, you know, I don't know if she was listening earlier in the hour, but she's listening now and just corrected me. Jamie from The Morning Show said Carrie is from Oklahoma. So I apologize. I got the wrong state. You are no stalker. I guess not. Well, well, look, what, what is on my wall over my shoulder? I know, Wendy, I what know. have you been looking yes, at all day? I know. A, a three-foot Carrie Underwood poster. I, Thanks I, to Dr. <laughs> Ellen. I know. He said that to me. He was at I the know. concert. And <laughs> well, let's not mention the Jamie shh about her being the murderer in your next book. Let's not mention no, that. We, we, no, we won't mention that. The candlestick we won't mention and that. all she's, that. She's going to be busy with, with her, her new baby, her new oh, that's her right. young child. She yes. had a very special announcement. If you haven't heard the second hour of the Radiothon, then listen to it when it comes out recorded tomorrow. They'll all be out. And you're going to hear a very special announcement from our friend Jamie. Uh, unfortunately, she's not going to be able to enjoy that new child because she's going to be in jail from killing somebody in your book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With poison, apparently. Oh you know what? When we talked about doing a horse radio network clue game, there was like a hundred comments on the auditor page about how they loved that idea. They really? loved it. Yes. So we have to think about <laughs> I think that. Be totally fun. That totally would be. fun. <laughs> yeah. Would be. Um, 
So now uh, let's do prizes. What do you think? Let's get some help. Yay, I have prizes. Linda Gettig on here, who we met at Road to the Horse last year. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We love Linda. She helped us out the whole time we were at Road to the Horse, and it was so kind of you to do that. My pleasure. I hope to do it again someday. Well, now <laughs> tell us what your fantasy ride is. My fantasy ride is, uh, it's funny that we're talking to Lisa because she's a fiction writer. Um, True Grit was my favorite movie as a kid, and I always faked not being able to sleep every year when it came on. <laughs> and I would like to ride Little Blackie. Uh, oh, little Blackie. To Maddie's horse in True Grit, and I would like to ride Little Blackie alongside John Wayne. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That would be fabulous. We have heard so many yeah. cool fantasy rides today. That is really cool. That's okay. Yeah, and what a great movie. What a great movie that was. Oh, I liked yeah. the original the better original, than the remake. Well, I like them both. Sorry? I like them both, too, but I like the original the best. Me, too. Always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Linda, would you mind helping us pick the winners for this hour? Sure. And can I give a shout out to Favorite Cowgirl Coffee, who at this point of the night is our special coffee sponsor. And uh, we are now drinking their Christmas coffee. And it's the only thing keeping the three of us awake at this point. It's Favorite Cowgirl Coffee. It is really, really good coffee. And you, you just go Google Favorite Cowgirl Coffee and you'll find it. We gave away one of their packages of $100 worth of their coffee earlier in the day. Uh, but they have all kinds of holiday blends. And, you know, our friend Tammy Surratt's World Championship and host here on the Horse Radio Network is one of their sponsors and one of their sponsored riders and promoters. And I'll, I'll tell you what, it is, uh, it is really, really good stuff. So thank you for keeping us going all day, favorite cowgirl coffee. All right, Wendy. All right, our two great prizes this hour. Uh, the first is the Benefab Therapeutic All-Purpose Saddle Pad and a six-ounce Soar No More Ultra Gel Lotion worth $120. Preventing and treating pain and inflammation are paramount for the long-term health of equine athletes. Benefab by Soar No More offers your horse increased mobility and reduced pain in three weeks or less guaranteed when using their products. Each product utilizes the power of ceramic and magnetic therapies to promote circulation, relax muscles, and alleviate joint stress. Very good. So we're going to pick between number and number. Between Got it. one and two forty nine. One and two forty nine. I'm gonna pick number twelve. Number twelve, 12. Linda picks. Okay. Twelve is dun, 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 Andrea Witcher. Andrea Witcher? Yep. Oh, very good. Congratulations. You win the Benefab, a a saddle pad, and six ounces of store no more, worth $120. That isn't too shabby. And our second prize is donated by Trafalgar Square. It's Horse Housing, How to Plan, Build, and Remodel Barns and Sheds by Richard Clemish and Sherry Hill. That's one of Sherry Hill's books, and thank you to Trafalgar Square. They've been a big supporter of ours for all the years we've been on, and we appreciate them donating all the books that they did today. So we need a number between 1 and 249. Uh, number 20. 20? You're into the low numbers yeah. there, Linda. <laughs> That's April, yeah. April Hardiman. April I'm Hardiman. going after some good luck today. <laughs> April Hardiman, you didn't pick yourself. Nobody has picked herself today. No. That hasn't happened yet. That uh, would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, thank you so much, Linda, for helping us out. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, everybody. All right. Merry Christmas, well Linda. And thank you for being such a wonderful listener. <laughs> My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Lisa, you have, you know, over the years, every time I've called Lisa in a panic because one of the hosts couldn't make it to a show for whatever reason, you have always been there. And I cannot tell you how much we appreciate that. And I, I love having you co-host when, as a fill-in and, and being there all the time. I just thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you so much. It's just a privilege and an honor. And it's just so much fun, always. It's, I, I never come away and not have had a, a, a wonderful time. So thank you. Well, thank you for leading us into the evening because you guys all know what comes next. <laughs> oh, 
we can't wait. I'm going to be listening. You're not allowed to listen. No women. All women have to bail out at this point. It's only men. It's only men in the seven o'clock hour. Do I have to go? I'm too? kicking the Wendy the hell out of here, and Aww. we are going into Oris Husband's Hour. Doctor Timothy's going to be joining me. We have a very special interview planned for you. When I asked, this was kind of surprised me actually, but when I asked the listeners who they most wanted to hear from at Radiothon, and I said anybody, you know, anybody in the horse world, the most requested person we had was Chad, Jamie's husband, Air Force <laughs> fighter pilot, commercial pilot, and put up, puts up with Jamie every day. <laughs> so I think that was really the reason they all wanted to hear Chad. Well, I had an opportunity to get an exclusive interview after six years of trying to get him on the air. We had a nice little chat with Chad. And, uh, Did you blackmail him? No, I don't think... Well, I'm hoping that he is getting Jamie away from the computer right now, actually, so that she doesn't <laughs> have an opportunity to listen. But yeah, we had Chad on, and uh, we, I actually, this was kind of cool, Lisa. I had listeners submit questions, so we asked all the listener questions that they want to know about what it's like to live with Jamie. Oh, that was smart, Glenn. Yeah. That was really smart. Yep. Yeah, because then I couldn't get blamed. <laughs> Never quit. <laughs> well, it's going to be a great hour, that's for sure. Well, thank you, Lisa Wysocki. It's lisawysocki.com. Go get her books. We have given you so many ideas for holiday gifts this, this year. Thank you. We'll oh, talk to you again thank soon, you Lisa. Thank you so much. Take care. Merry Christmas, everyone.